Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are in the midst of a scandal and i'm not even talking about tom and ariana and raquel i'm talking about we're here with miss sarah Frazier. david yontif um i channeled you this weekend because i went to jenny pulos's 50th birthday party out in palm springs um of course you know famous from flipping out she's been on your show she has many she's like one of the og bravo celebrities. people love jenny pula so how was the birthday yes. party she's very nice she's she's in, i actually i really don't know her my friend who invited me has been very good friends with her for years and he's worked with her in television and she was so lovely lovely to let me come and the party was awesome you know she and she rapped it was really great and she had this like amazing uh band performance the food was delicious it was really fun so we had a great time. She's um, moved on from flipping out, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there was no mention of that at the party. I, not that I would have expected it to be, but she seems, yeah, incredibly happy. I think she's still, you know, I, I don't know. Does she do anything in TV? I, you know, Jenny, you know, when you go to someone's party, they're usually so busy. So we only talked for a few minutes. Um, you know, She's in love with her. Look, she's in love with her husband. She's has beautiful kids her husband's successful like her mm. life turned out real listen i loved having her on the podcast maybe i'll reshare that episode i want to go listen already. i want to go listen you to the interview. yeah and and i always loved her on flipping out for sure and i love that she is i think people forget that she's still andy cohen's like watch what happens live intro song it's so good that's her andy baby got the 411 it's so good she's amazing I mean, and wrapped. it was really great I, listen, I, she's to me like the real deal, like just not a fame whore. I really enjoyed it. Go, go listen to the episode. She's really wonderful. Honestly, I she's a wonderful person. To listen. I cannot wait. I'm obsessed. I cannot wait. Um, 
We need to talk about the scandal I refer to, not Scandal. We need to talk about Juan fucking Dixon. Okay, and then will we talk about you seeing Paris because the pictures were unbelievable. She was like stunning. Do you want to talk about that? We'll talk Juan and then Paris. Yeah, and then okay, Paris. Really. And then I need to talk some Mary Cosby here. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, well, where do you want? First of all, where do you want to start? I mean, I want to talk. Yeah, let's talk about has me. been fired from Coppin State. Uh, basketball program where he was the men's head coach. Now this comes of course on the heels of this um, male male sex scandal, which essentially was, I'm going to get this mixed up, but here's the roundabout version. A coach was communicating with a student as I don't know if he'd posed as a woman, then revealed himself as a guy. They supposedly met up or the, the the player felt like completely violated by him, allegedly complained about this incident to Juan, who, again, allegedly never took it seriously, never reported it to the right people. This a coach that was involved in this sex scandal stayed on for a while. Eventually, the player's a straight guy and the coach is like a guy who said, hey, player, you're hot and send me a dick pic, basically something like that. Yes. So now Juan, months Cat, later. Right. So Juan did, right. Juan did nothing, turned a blind eye, whatever. Obviously the player, I mean, again, I don't know I, exactly what was said, but you send a shirtless picture, you're flirting with your coach who basically wants to suck your dick. You, you do feel violated. Yes. And then you go and complain to the other coach. And that happens to be Juan Dixon. Again, what are the chances that Juan Dixon is actually on the Real Housewives of Potomac? But here we are. And right. So that's a whole thing. And now what's the new thing that's happened that's caused the termination? Well, well, he's OK. Well, he's been fired. Um, so, you know, he uh, he po- you know, he posted about this. The final season of Juan Dixon's tenure was marred by a lawsuit filed against the school, alleging that an assistant coach on Dixon's staff sexually assaulted and blackmailed a former player by tricking him into sending nude photos of himself. OK, so Juan has been fired from that since then. A f- woman has come out who Juan used to coach. Um, she Juan Dixon has now been blasted by a former woman's basketball uh, player who's accused him of misogyny, misconduct, unprofessional behavior after the Coppin State firing. Okay, so Deanna Renee on Twitter. I think I'm saying her name, her name right. Um, Oh, my God. Have you read through these? They're unbelievable. It's a long ass Twitter story. Let's okay? hear it. So she says um, she's former University of District Columbia women's basketball student made headlines with these scathing tweets. OK, so boom. Juan Dixon came to coach at UDC my junior year. From day one, he made it very clear that he did not want to coach women's basketball and that his goal was to get to the men's side pronto. As far as coaches go, he was the worst coach I had in any sport, not because he didn't know the game, but because he didn't know how to work with the players he had. He also brought a few of his concubines to away games, basically women that he was hooking up with. One even rode on the team bus from the hotel to the gym. Bold move, I would say. She goes on to write, Fast forward through a losing season with what I consider a talented team with bad leadership. During the offseason, there was an alteration, an alteration, altercation in my student apartment involving my then teammate. For legal purposes, we will call the former teammate Rel, then girlfriend B and ex-girlfriend Tony. Rel was cheating on B with Tony. This is where I, I get lost. It's very confusing. Tony decides to come by the apartment one day to see another friend, Dion. 
B just happens to be there when Tony gets in the room. Push comes to shove, literally. Next thing I know, there's a WWE SmackDown in my living room. Wigs was flying, bitches was bleeding, and mace was sprayed. Now, I like to mind my motherfucking business, but apparently then teammate Rel was upset with me for not helping her while she was getting her ass beat. Okay. Rel went to Juan about the fight, and this MFR kicked me off the team. Mind you, I'm on scholarship, about to go into my senior year, and this MFR kicks me off the team because Rel was cheating, got caught, and got beat down for it. Some effed up stuff. Anyway, we got the arguing cause. We Anyway, we got the arguing because that's some BS. Somewhere in me getting fired on my day off, he mentions again, see, this is why I didn't want to coach women's basketball, dealing with this shit. Two weeks later, he quit and started coaching job at Coppin. How are you going to kick me off knowing you're leaving anyway? Whew. Felt good to tell my story. In conclusion, fuck you, Juan Dixon. Fuck you, Rel, you scary ass hoe. That's a bunch of, a bunch of girl drama here. Girl, girl, girl on your, girl Smackdown. I mean, you and your girl Bay got your ass beat. So I don't know if you take it from that, that he is a misogynist. And he allegedly had concubines riding on his bus. That's a lot. Or is she just a disgruntled person who got her fired? I don't know. But regardless, Juan got, I mean, it's not a great additional fact. I mean, she could be just bitter that he fired her, but I don't even understand why he would fire her. She didn't smack anyone down. Like, I don't know what that has to do with anything, really. Well, but, here's what I take from it is that, you know, maybe Juan didn't really want to be there. So he didn't care really that much. Didn't care to investigate and had to, fire you know, someone. Some, right. And, you know, look, maybe this woman wasn't the best player on the team. So he's like, eh, get her out. And then I've done action. I'm just, I don't know if this is true. I'm just saying this. Regardless. He's been fired for not doing anything when the student, the straight male, felt violated that the other coach had dick pics. I'm assuming yeah. maybe, maybe they were full body pictures. I don't know, but naked, it says naked. Um, I, I think that's a fireable offense in 2023, right? I mean, I'm coming to you as my person of trust and reporting this. Look, I don't know what goes through people's minds. I've said this before. It's kind of like with the whole Brandy Caroline thing. We don't know what happened with Caroline Manzo, but regardless, it's like just you don't even get so like if someone comes to you and reports something and you're some whether it happened, it didn't happen, there are dick pics, there are five dick pics, whatever it is, a student is saying this to you, you at least take that to the administration, whether you give a fuck or don't. You you could say to yourself, I don't give a fuck. How dare you give me this fucking hassle to do in your head? And then you still go to report it to cover your own ass. And the whole way to the office, you're like, these fucking students, I hate this job. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Hi, I'm going to act concerned. At the bare minimum, you have to go do that. I don't know how you don't report it either. I, I really, it's like, I, that's a big thing. So this begs the question, where do you think we're at? You know, so many scandalous things have happened at Bravo prior to, you know, again, if you think about it, a month and a half ago, we were talking all about Juan Dixon's alleged affair, which didn't supposedly really happen, but there was just communication and he met her at a hotel. Um, you know, that was a huge thing. And are they, so where are you at with, Juan did not go to the reunion. I don't think that's very good. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Let's face it, nausea sucks, right? It's really the worst feeling in the world. And I have motion sickness in the days that I'm not wearing my relief band, because sometimes I forget it, I'm going to be honest. I literally go to bed dizzy and sick, and it literally takes me out for the whole day. I just flew into LA last night. I had my relief band on. The plane was going around in circles. We couldn't land. All sorts of drama, but I was fine. Listen, relief band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have. But it's also great for anxiety, migraines, hangovers. And I can tell you firsthand, it really does work. So whether you need it for everyday nausea relief like I do or just an occasional cure, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Summer's coming. You guys have a lot of travel coming up, I'm sure. So listen, if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. Go to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. You know, it doesn't, you know, again, the men aren't paid, but they are expected to be a part of the show in some degree. Was there, I mean, was there, what did they say at the reunion when when he wasn't there? He said he had to work. Oh God, And Andy said, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. And she said, sorry, sorry, Andy, you know, he has to work, you know, he's working. Um, you know, because I think we know Juan doesn't really want to be a part of the show, right? And and there's all kinds of rumors that that they have an agreement and Juan participates as little as possible, but is in the scene to and keep Rob. Gets, I'm assuming, show. and gets some money out of the five hundred thousand and for his participation. Well, they have a beautiful home together now in Maryland. They, they, she was flipping other homes, so they might be making some investments or whatever. And they've they've pulled themselves out of serious financial trouble. They were they declared bankruptcy, all these things. So, but here's my question to you too. So, and, and do you think do, where do we think we're at? Is Robin being fired? I still say, again, people, let me make this very clear. If I am wrong, you don't have to say, ha, 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 you were wrong. I don't care about being wrong. I am comfortable. I can, I I am wrong. People are wrong, please. But I will not change my opinion ever again after I did on Lisa Rinna, which I was right on until I listened to everyone else. And then I changed my opinion. I still think that this, yes, I do think she's fired. I do. I just think all of this going on, Juan is not the housewife. He's not the housewife. I don't think it's enough to keep you, Aviva Drescher 
threw a leg and got fired. Lisa Rinna is an interesting housewife that you know is going to do the job. I mean, Dorinda was the entire season and she got like, I think I don't think it's enough. How does this play out if Robin stays like your story can't just be these allegations with Juan? And how is that enough to keep? Is that her story? That's enough. I don't know. It's, we're not going to be at a courtroom. We're not going to be at a, the, the office where he gets fired. Like, I don't think it's enough when you're at home talking about this. Like, so what? He's fired. Now what? What is he doing all day? Like, rebuilding his life? Okay, that's kind of interesting. But Whitney's husband lost his job at the MLM, otherwise referred to as a pyramid scheme in Utah, on Salt Lake Housewives. And that didn't really, you know, it was part of her storyline. It's not really why she kept her job. It didn't, like, I don't know if that's enough meat to keep Robin's job. I don't. We're already not talking about, I, I don't, look, it could. I have nothing against Robin. I still think with all of this stuff, it's just enough with Robin. I do. I, let her well, stay. Then, I have nothing against her. Go on. Then, you know, Giselle is out here doing interviews. Giselle's a good friend. I will say this. I hope my friends go on. They won't, but I... <laughs> No, what it, it, did it come I up or is she getting trash for not even bringing not well, even bring. I mean, Giselle, no, Giselle is like, well, there, she did. She was on Watch What Happens Live recently and said, oh, I, I completely forgot about the one alleged cheating rumors, you know, and people are calling her out for that. But she did another interview where she said she's defending Juan getting fired. She says, quote, I think, you know, the coaching world is tough. He was in a tough position. They did have a losing season. Uh, Brian basically goes on to say, I think these universities kind of look at it as if you're as good as your last season and that's it. She doesn't really make any mention of the sexual harassment lawsuit. And she basically says Juan will be just fine and will get another coaching gig. I, I agree about the season. I mean, you know, there are like Duke basketball, the college basketball. I mean, you know, the straight bros tell me there's Duke and there's Georgetown and that UConn's a good. So like, if you're the coach of Duke, like a top college basketball team and Duke has five greats, he's Syracuse is another one. That's good. See, I know I might be straight. I I, I know about the college basketball, go? but like, if you have like five great seasons at Duke and the famed coach has like three, two bad seasons, I don't know. I don't think you get fired from a bad season. I see Giselle's point. I think that's a valid point, but I don't think one season does it. Um, as far as getting another job, I think that's a more of a murky water. I don't know. I don't think you get another job so easily with that on your record. Do you? Um, you know, here's the thing in sports. My husband always tells me this is in the NFL. This is why, you know, like a lot of the former athletes that go out and make any political statements or do anything, sometimes it's hard for them to get jobs because there's the the mentality of you don't want a distraction in the locker room. You don't, you don't want somebody kind of like what we talk about with Arena. You don't want someone that's so like that that's like so much bigger than the game or has these other things going on that they it's hard for the players to focus because they they know they're gossiping about this other thing, right? I don't think this is good for one. I don't see he probably could be rehired somewhere as maybe an assistant coach. You know, he was the head coach at, at Coppin. You know, I if I were Robin and Juan, I'd be shitting my pants a little bit. I would be trying to stay on this show because what do they have now? They've kind of gone all in on this. And our friend Carlos King, who we love, who we talk about, you know, when Carlos was on my podcast, he said, if I were the producers right now of RHOP, I would fly down there to Baltimore because apparently they live in Baltimore. 
And I would sit them both down and say, are you willing to go there the next season? Talk about this story. Talk about what was unaddressed. Is Juan going to be on this season, really on it, and, and talk about his things or not? Because if you're not, you're out. If you're in, we're giving you this one season to do it. I mean, don't you think they have to be having, and, and what is one? And, and you gotta, because I mean, I was literally just going to mention my good friend, Mr. King. We love Carlos, both of us. We you do, and we really do. I know. Um, but I would write in, I don't even trust Robin. You'd have to write it in the contract. Um, Here's $5 and you get your full balance on, on the end of the season when we Juan appears on. Okay. So this is Juan. This is your salary. Every time Juan appears, you get this portion of it. At the end, you're making your, like, say, say she's, say she makes, I don't know, just say to keep it easy, $500,000 an episode, a year. Say there's five episodes. There's not. I'm just making it up. I would say episode one with Juan, you get $100,000. Episode two, no Juan, you get zero. Episode three, he, decided that the heat's too much zero okay so we're going to give you five hundred thousand. he showed up for two of the five you get two hundred thousand dollars the other three hundred thousand fuck yourself i don't even trust robin if they did that the way carlos just describes i think you have to write it into the contract of like he needs to be on it i mean i i agree i just think something needs to be done in potomac i mean to me the mvp is still candy gal not just because i liked her i think she's the only one i think karen huger is very humorous keep her 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 too there there ain't a long wrong rope for the grand dame grand dame you better fucking show up and you better start start talking about your actual life grand dame and i think think there's much going on i mean ray 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 what is ray ray doing you know she has but that's my whole point with like last season of beverly hills like guys we had such Luann and Tom and just we have gotten so Teresa Melissa we've gotten so lucky at Potomac is like a salt lake these days and Atlanta what is really going I mean look it's hard I will give it to you it is hard to have and yeah Crystal blah blah but it doesn't matter Crystal's on a franchise and also Beverly Hills this season is going for Kumbaya which whether it's boring or not I don't know guys but they're looking they're looking to take all that that out of this the mix but i mean like look at miami it was on fire no pun intended hey adriana big shout out to my girl good friend of mine adriana tomorrow um no i mean really she's lovely um but you know i don't know i don't know i think if it was like a i just don't i think potomac needs something they need something and i just i think i think they're going to try to send a message to people to, to all the franchises, you better show up with your real shit. I think they're going to make a lesson out of Robin. I, I could be wrong. I don't care. I, I don't have, she's a lovely person. I have nothing against her. My professional gut says we're over Rena. No one's talking about Rena. We're going to have a, Beverly Hills isn't even in the middle of filming. We're not, we forgot about Rena already. Who are the newbies? That's what we want to, I think when we announce the cast and there's no Robin, the people won't miss a beat. I, I think it's too late. I think it's too late. Well, they I might really want to see, you know, look, I mean, I kind of see Robin gone and, you know, uh, that they all come for Giselle and, you know, something comes out about Giselle. 
whether it's Jamal Bryant again, like, again, I can't even believe they didn't address on this. Now, maybe they weren't filming, but, you know, Jamal Bryant went viral earlier this season for basically saying that he wanted to attract more men of color to his church by doing a weed program where he was going to, like, help them become weed entrepreneur, weedpreneurs, you know, and a lot of people were like, are you, you know, that's BS or what? I mean, you know, whether you agree or disagree, I mean, he's kind of. And I don't know, they are divorced, they're not dating, but they, you know, they had that whole, I don't know if it was real or fake, they were kind of dating last season. You know, it needs something. It's it's like these storylines they're not bringing to the table. And like we it talked needs. about, Giselle brought nothing this season. And I do think Candy Gal is out there working. Jack, um, Jacqueline, uh, Mia is so such a mess. I think things are going to get really messy with that business. So they're going to keep her. She's Jacqueline, coming back. The friend I think would be great. The grand I and I like Ashley Darby. I mean, people forget Michael Darby has currently filed a lawsuit against Candy Gal for these gay rumors. You know um, that it's been Which detrimental to you, Michael's business. Sure, like what this? Because I mean, listen. Traditionally, if you if you talk to a lawyer, if you look at case law, which us lawyers do, we look at precedent. Uh, saying someone's gay is not usually uh, negative, defamatory. Just in general, that's not. I mean, so he's gonna have to prove the damage of how it hurt the business. I mean, I can you tell me how? I mean, is he in a in a? Is he like a, a straight porn actor? And I mean, he, I, I don't know. Like, how has that hurt know, the business? Look, I, I was in D.C. for 15 years. I, D.C. is not a reality television town. It's different no. than Los Angeles. It's different than Vegas. It's different than New York. In those cities, you're kind of, Atlanta, you are a star if you're on these shows. In D.C., you're kind of shunned if you're on these shows. You're like, so I... I don't know this, but I'm just saying, you know, Michael Darby for years and years in Washington, D.C. has been a longtime real estate developer. It would not shock me if companies in D.C. do not want to be associated with him because of all the sex chat and talk and allegations and photos. But that's different than saying it's because you sucked a dick. I mean, like, is it sex or is it the gay aspect? Because there there is a difference then where you have to prove that. There's conservative that we would have done business with you if you had an affair and fucked 20 women, but we're not going to because you sucked four dicks. I'm just saying, I I think that that lawsuit's not going to win, but I don't think it's probably, you know, way more than I do. I'm just just saying it's fascinating in the P and I, you know, I kind of want Katie Ross back, you know, Katie, Katie Rose says that she's She's had sex with, um, with, um, Sharice. She's, she's working at this co-op in Bethesda says she doesn't need to, but it's great for her mental health. I kind of want to follow somebody like that, but again, I don't know what her mental capacity. Can you please call Katie? I'd like to have Katie Rose. Let's put that on. I know it's, it's my, my booking team has tried. I'm not going to get into specifics, but she's a weird one. She says yes. And then it just doesn't happen. Um, you know what I wanted to talk about? I mean, look, we're a reality TV podcast that talks about housewives all day. So obviously drama is my and your guys' middle name. And that's one of the many reasons why I'm obsessed with Trail Mix's Love and Pies. The drama of it relaxes me. Love and Pies is an online game which is free to download. 
It's great for adults and teens, not necessarily kids. You play as this woman, Amelia. Amelia is really freaking cool. She could take on any of her housewives any day. She takes over the old family cafe and she restores it to its former glory. But I mean, of course, there's a diverse cast of characters and you uncover a family mystery and there's tons of secrets and the game just sucks you in. Like I can't put it down and it really does relax me. I mean, after a long day of doing this podcast, it's the one thing that kind of decompresses me before I'm ready for bed. We actually now have, it only lasts until May 7th, a brand new event called the Lake Pass. It's this flood and it's at an old warehouse and the whole part of town is underwater. It's freaking awesome. The more I play, the more points I want, the more rewards I want, the more I want to get to the next level. So listen, this event only lasts to May 7th. So for a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today and check out the Lake Pass event available now through May 7th. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play. Tell me, tell me, baby. That like, it just goes to show you and this will lead into Vanderpump of how nobody's really canceled, but like there's no rules in Bravo, like, or at the entertainment business. If we want to make something, look at Adrian Maloof fired because she didn't go to the reunion. I guess Lisa Vanderpump technically fired because she didn't go to the reunion. I mean, yeah, fired. Then we also have Jacqueline Morita who didn't go to a reunion who wasn't fired. Granted, they also filmed the next season already. First time in history where like they did a reunion, they filmed the whole next season. But We now have somebody who did not show up at the reunion. Her name is Mary Cosby, and she was fired. And now that the show is so desperate, and let's just be honest, let's just be honest. In the top five or even three worst seasons of Housewives in history, I'm sorry, I think Salt Lake season three, to me, is in the top three. I could think of the OC for two seasons. New Jersey season six, I am sorry, Amber and the twins, fucking great. I am going to do an unpopular opinion. I love Amber in real life. Yep, I'm a gay man who is friends with Amber. Figure that one out. Um, I think the two seasons of The O.C., the one with Dr. Jen, love you, Dr. Jen, and the one with Elizabeth Vargas and this past season of The O.C. are the worst three housewife seasons that have ever existed. So we have someone who's fired because you get fired if you don't go to the reunion. And now Mary Cosby is back. Whether she's back as a friend or not, It just goes to show you, like, here we are and we say that Nene will never be back on Bravo, which I I think is true because of the lawsuit. But I don't know. Give Atlanta another few seasons of being in the toilet and and the ratings are still decent. It's not. But so, you know, anything is possible if they need you in the entertainment business. Right. It is true. It's yeah, it's it's so true. I mean, I cannot. Can I just not believe Mary Cosby? Tell me. Tell me more. I mean, I, I. I guess this is true. Do you really, really, really believe? Well, because I'm perfect. I, I well, I mean, and also, can I just say because I went to the '90s con this weekend? Is I mean, let's not forget Shannon Doherty was kicked off in 90210 and then appeared back on Charmed. Same Aaron Spelling, same Aaron Spelling when he had a new show called Charmed. Picked up the phone and called Shannon Doherty, and then she got fired again from Charmed for her misbehavior. I mean, you get a lot of chances. You get a lot of chances, and I mean, I think even our girl Nini. I mean, I I have heard you know she's been considered for many other things, and you know no one wants to go there because. You know, I mean, Shannon Doherty, I guess the difference is, and Mary Cosby, they didn't sue. Right. You know, it, that's no a, guys, that's a big difference. Please don't kid yourselves. It's a big difference. 
even for me in dealing with Bravo, when they they don't care when I have people on, you could fucking, you could say the most crazy things. It's when it's like breaking the fourth wall and really dark stuff. Like that's why they, that's why Lisa Rinna got fired. Same. It's like they had to get rid of all of that bots and, and toxic. I'm not saying she had anything to do with the bots. She just was part of the scapegoat. It's part of it. But I, I, I look, I'm not shocked that Bravo asked her back. I'm shocked that she came back. Yeah. And we don't know what it is. Listen, the one video. So I didn't believe she was coming back. I said, she, there's no way. So there you go. I was wrong. Imagine that. Oh my God. See, I saved everyone, all the DMs. Yeah. You were wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Look, I saved you hours, guys. Um, I think that, I think they need her back. I think there was something missing. We also have Angie K back, the best out of all the three friends. So I didn't believe Mary was going to come back. The only reason I believe it now, because I don't believe it until I saw the video. But even that, I think they were at like gay roller skating or something. And like Mary is like sitting down while they're all skating. Like that is why she is fucking gold because she is authentically herself yeah, like she's she is, just she's amazing yeah she's not well, acting for the camera so she's like oh wait we're supposed to be out there skating and in the action she's like i'm fucking tired i'm sitting down so right now i don't even know anything about this new season i'm already back in i'm already like and again i think meredith is great i think lisa barlow is great it just didn't work last season so i mean i never thought it would be mary but i think we need mary i think she could and I think to see, it'd be so interesting to see her fighting with like the newbies or to have like a weird alliance with Whitney, who she said, sit down, little girl. I'll, I'm done with you, little girl. Like, I'd like to see some strange alliances with Mary. She's, see, you're laughing. She's, she's, she's gold. She's very good. And, you know, my theory, again, which had zero proof, was always, I think she wanted off the show because of everything that was going on with Erica Jane and Jen Shaw, I think she saw the writing on the wall because there was the lots church. of rumors about the church, you know, where, like how much money they made, where the money was going, lots of different things, right? Then she also settled that... um she did have some sort of lawsuit or allegation against her that was like thrown out of court or settled or like all charges were dismissed. And forgive me for not knowing exactly like the de the details, but I do wonder, and you know, there were rumors, I think one or two of the churches had closed. So she's down to just like one church. I don't know. I wonder, you know, did they take a step back? All the legal issues were resolved. Maybe you get some legal advising like, hey, is anything we're doing a little shady? Maybe it's not. And so now she's back, you know, I mean, I and I, I like, yeah, I think I think as television emerges, right, and the ratings now are so tiny for these shows, I think the old days where they were like, you don't show up to the reunion, you're toast. I don't think they can draw that hard and fast line anymore because they know with, who do they have for RHO, you know, um, SLC. So I mean. They, who do they have? They don't. I think they have to make an exception for Mary because they're desperate. They're desperate. I mean, none of these. And, you know, I, I don't know. Girls are desperate. This this stupid thing with the black eye with Heather was like the, the Chris Bassett shit. It's so and I guess Heather, the conclusion with the black eye was Heather was drunk and maybe ran into something. But the foolishness of dragging that bullshit out and, and trying to make that, you know, it's so dumb when, you know, other things are going on in their lives. It's so fucking stupid. It's just like the Chris Bassett stuff. It gets under my skin so much because it's just so dumb. 
It's dumb. And I, I'm look at I, I I agree with you. It's like I, I said on some past episode where I was talking, you know, sometimes you say things and you're so overly tired and you don't realize that, but then you're like, oh wow, that was really it's like I said on some episode with you. I'm like, how is this show ever gonna come back? Like, who are they gonna find in Salt Lake? Yes, I stand by Catherine Heigl would be great. But really, I was like, who? And I stand by that. Who are they going to find to come on this show? We already tried that with three new friends. They all kind of fell really flat. The one that is back, Angie K, I do think she's the best yeah, of the three. Yeah, yeah, she's juicy. We don't have Jen Shaw. Let her stay. But look, I think it's like Salt Lake is like they do it the way the others do it, where they're not sure if you're going to be a full-time or a friend. I assume Mary's going to be a friend based on the effort she's going to put forth. But I think having her kicking around with the gals, getting some money for the church and the closet, like I am all for it. I'm going to watch. I'm not convinced she's going to turn it all around, but it's certainly, yeah, they were desperate, which really brings us to like, we could talk about anything else you want, but like, you know, does anything really matter when they need you? I mean, I thought, you know, I say this all the time. Yeah, I still I don't think Kristen and Stasi would be fired today in today's world. Oh, oh, I wonder. We we had to, I mean, it was the COVID and, you know, and I'm not saying like, trust me, I'm not saying anything political. I'm just saying, I don't think the network, I think it was BS. We care about this cause and that cause. I'm like, bullshit. Like, it, at the time, you had to say that. Yeah, you know, maybe they do as Sarah rolls her eyes. But now well, we have now that. we have Kristen Doty. But no, okay, fine. She filmed one scene. That doesn't mean you're back. But that's a far cry from like, you, we are so morally offended by your actions. As a network, we never want to hear her name again. All of a sudden, Kristen filmed uh, a, a scene. Because how epic is this going to be? And I know I've guys, I'm up on everything. Trust me. Kristen has said, I did it for Ariana because you know, I, that is it. I was there for her. She says she's has no interest in coming back. She said that in an interview. And I just, that's what Ariana needed as a friend. I said, what do you need? You need me in the scene. And I was there. That's not the point. If someone wants to be in a scene and Bravo doesn't want you there, they don't let you walk into the scene. Right. So I mean, all of a sudden we're okay with Kristen. I mean, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little, I'm calling bullshit on a little, it's, I'm not, I'm just calling, I'm calling them out a little bit as being like, what is it? It's called performative allyship. That's, that's the word. Yes. Go on. I I don't need to take on a full network here when I'm sitting here in my hoodie and drinking my coffee, but I guess that's what I just did. Go on girl. Well, no, I just want, I, I don't know, I guess because that was really shitty that they did that to Faith, like, you know. Of course and, it was. You know, I don't know. And then come to find out, you know, Faith, like, didn't do it at all. And they they seem to, like, double down. I mean. Yeah, um, I'm not saying they shouldn't have been fired. I'm just saying that's a lot different than where we are now. I thought we we fired them and we were so, like, we made statements and we will never deal with these people again. I'm not saying they shouldn't have fired them. Well, and then I do find in our business, I think there's a lot of second chances for people. You know, they took some time away. I think they both apologized. Now they're, I mean, you know, Stassi's getting ready. And Stassi's never lost any popularity. In fact, it's gotten bigger. Bigger than ever. And now she's launching her um, tour again. And shout out. I love Taylor Strucker, by the way, who opens for her. And they're good friends. Um, And Taylor is amazing. and such a good person in real life. So they're going back on tour. And I guarantee that's going to sell out. I went to the tour. I went to a thousand shows when it was first. Oh, incarnation. Oh, I went. uh, Literally, I went to like a thousand shows. You know, maybe you're right. And, uh, you know, that term of like, I don't know, convenient 
performative allyship. Performative allyship. I mean, look, these companies, I agree with you. I don't know that they really care or stick by any. It's so cutthroat. And it like the money is. And I look, know. I mean, is Stasi's tour. And Stasi's tour. Like, look, I mean, Stasi's back on Apple. So she was like, there is no cancel culture. You know, I say that cancel culture is canceled, guys. I hate to break it to you. It is actually it canceled. Is. Don't even bother. Skip right over it. Give someone $10 million. Well, or- Donald Trump. Oh, no, wait. We're not, we don't talk politics. Stop. Okay. Okay. In Chris Harrison's case, $25 million. But he's back and he's got a top podcast too. Chris Harrison's back. Although, yes, he is. I wonder if Stassi, so Stassi's been uncanceled if there, she ever was canceled for a while. She's been back on Apple. But I, I wonder if this tour is, I mean, all of a sudden it's announced. I think it's also, I think she's not canceled, but I think the tour is because of Skandaval. I think they're like, girl, you better capitalize on this right now. Hey, guess it's what, right. guys? If you buy a ticket the last 10 minutes of every show, I'm taking Skandaval questions. I mean, you mean to tell me this tour isn't going to sell? And get your bag, girl, and get your bag, right? Get your bag, get your coins. I love a good get Get your coins. I'd be doing the same damn thing. I mean, it's, it, I'd be doing the same. Jax and Brittany just were on Watch What Happens Live. I mean, we got like, we. I mean, same with them. Weren't, weren't, weren't they as a network kind of like persona non grata? I mean, again, I'm not, crit- I'm not just making an observation of, of everything i there's no I'm, I'm not angry today everybody i'm calm i'm just making some observations and calling some things out for all of you to decide wait i got two big questions for you though before we okay. wrap up one you next time out. next time we have to talk about who ariana should date when she's ready okay i got some things yes I, you you saw paris i saw i Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And two, you had texted me. There's a new castmate of RHOBH, but who is it? What are the details? <sighs> gosh, gosh. Um, no idea. But the rumor <laughs> is get Garcelle. There is, you know, look it. I, I agree with you that I think that, oh, Ariana Maddox tells Tom Sandoval to die in a just released dramatic Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer. Okay, okay well, this isn't, okay, we don't need this. Hold on. Um. Oh, after learning of the Raquel affair, plus Tom Schwartz mentions an open relationship and Sheena admits to having so much rage as James considers proposing. Okay, so the mid-season trailer happened and apparently the scene between Tom and Ariana, she told him to die. Well, I mean, is that that is that that Sheena calls her a home-wrecking whore? Okay, listen, we'll have to deal with this next time. Um, I did attend paris hilton's book is out are you there sarah are you listening to me i am okay i didn't know if you were frozen yeah, look like I'm fro- you look I, you look like i bored you to death over. um <laughs> no. no this is what's happening i went to the paris hilton uh she launched her book she had a book launch in new york she looked amazing oh, but i'm still hanging out because i have like my my blood sugar is dripping like dropping i need a snack go on I, I, we have to so prepare for other energy. i she looked great she looks like her skin looks flawless though right like she doesn't look at all 40 doesn't she doesn't she doesn't she look amazing looks amazing and so you know when i had my moments with her i'm like she doesn't know this is the great thing about when you this is why i'm not no more bravo events for me i mean although i'm going to ashley's like <laughs> drag brunch that's fine but like yeah you go to a bunch I, I, I have a, no but like the other ones i don't nothing jersey i'm not going to show up and deal with fucking melissa giving you the evil eye but with paris like she doesn't know i'm you know behind the velvet rope so like when you go up and you talk to her you're just like 
ah, I'm such a fan, which I am. I am. This is not, you know, sign my book, but I'm like, I have questions for you. Well, I'm also behind the velvet rope and I'm going to reveal the answers. I mean, of course, Paris Hilton is an expert at the game. She's not telling some random person anything that she wouldn't, but she, this is Paris, which Kathy said she was filming the second season and I was wrong. I said, I don't know about that, Kathy. Like, I don't know if it's, it's coming back. They were filming it. Maybe I'll be on This Is Paris because I they they signed. I they were there this. filming. Wow. So This Is Paris really is coming back, which great. I can't wait. I fucking worship Paris Hilton. Let's just make that very clear. Paris Hilton will eat all these fucking housewives. She's bigger than all these fucking housewives. I don't care about what anyone fucking says. Paris Hilton is an na- international icon. When she lands in Japan, she cannot get off the plane. Okay? Like India. Like wherever she goes, she's huge. And then I just said, well, like, okay, thanks for all these questions about you. Uh, are we going to see, I mean, this is behind the velvet rope and the one question everyone wants me to ask, are we going to see your mom on Beverly Hills Housewives next season? Yes. I, didn't, I didn't, I felt I'm ballsy, but I didn't think it was appropriate to ask about like Kyle has yet to meet your, your child. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, I was yeah, close. Yeah. I, guys, I was close. I don't I have know any you were. I know you were, but that's a tough one. That's a tough one to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I am happy of it. She said, she's, well, no, I said, are we going to see? And she's like, in her little baby voice, Paris knows what to do to get you to shut up. She's like, I really want her. And she's like, she's busy. I want her only for my show. Or she's like, I want her for my show. Like she's busy filming it. Doesn't say no, but that's, we don't really know. That's a yes, but I can't, I'm not allowed to say yeah. I I I kind of took it as a no. I kind of took it as like, she's, she's, and listen, she's definitely going to be on This Is Paris. She said, I really want her for my show. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, girl. I don't know. Kathy loves the spot. Kathy loves the spotlight. Loves the spot. Kathy's back a hundred percent. Now I think Kathy's going to do exactly what she did last season. I I don't think she's doing, you know, I think she's doing some selected seasons, but um, where is she? Well, they're saving her. Like I always say this to you. I'm like, they are not going to let fucking crystal and Kyle reveal anything like any news on their social medias until they drop it. So if Kathy's in these scenes, they know Kathy's a huge, Kathy is an enormous fan favorite. You saw BravoCon. Kathy Hilton was the person that people were following around. They are obsessed. And reveal if Kathy is back yet, they're probably planning a, when that trailer drops, it will be enormous. They are not going to let Crystal Minkoff on her social media or Garcelle or Sutton reveal who the new, the new cast member is. No. When these people are filming, those two are taken out of the scenes. And Although Garcelle posted with one right. of them, but we still don't know for sure. Garcelle posted with someone who's the name. It sounds familiar. Like we've heard the name that might be, but look, right, the bottom but line is. And I also think they've either said to Kyle or Kyle is such a, she knows what she's doing. I mean, Kathy being back is like, Kathy and Kyle will not, yes, yes. They ran into each other at the Vanity Fair Oscars party. Absolutely. They took a picture together. Absolutely. I'm sure they said, how are you? They, they, there's a, they, they have met. They have met at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Yes. The big sit down chat between Kathy and Kyle of where do we go from here? There's no way that that is not happening on the TV screen. So I'm sure they have said to Kyle Richards or Kyle is smart enough to know as the executive producer, because let's face it, she produces the whole damn thing from in front of us. She's like, I got to make up with Kathy and it cannot happen 
anywhere but on whether it's this season or 10 seasons from now that i think kyle is like i just can't have that happen unless it's on camera i agree oh my god i have to go get a snack we got it okay then we have to prepare for our interview so you have a five minute break girl all right thank you um sorry guys (laughs) you know what it's like working with him yeah i mean unbelievable i'm on a schedule okay um, but in next time I got some, I want to talk about Ariana and when she's ready to date and what I think I've, I've hey. thought of this and who she, I thought of this. It kept me up. I've, I've got somebody too. Another person okay. in the Bravo world. Okay. Um, you can follow more at the Sarah Frazier show. David down to five minutes, girl. I'm setting the six minutes. I'm setting the clock. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Bye. David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.